What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar with the great Hello Sport. Make sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Hello Sport. Join the Punters and Dribblers Facebook group and subscribe to their podcast on all good podcasting apps. Ringers Western and Bloke collab merch drop this coming Monday at 6 p.m. That's New South Wales time, 5 p.m. Queensland time. We've never done work shirts before. This is the first time we're doing Bloke times Ringers work shirts. And also, first time we're doing Bloke work shirts plus... First time ever, we're doing bloke truckers hats. So that is 6 p.m. Monday. Set your alarms. There's a limited amount. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's not coming back. Uh, so make sure to be there. Also, it'll be on the Ringers Westerns website. We will have a link on our website li- linking you to their website. But if you want to get there quickly, just head straight to the Ringers Western website. Also, tomorrow night, I will be at myself, Timmy, Guru, and Maddie will be at the Riverina in Wagga Wagga at 6 p.m. for a live show. Make sure to be there, guys. Come down and say hi. Have a beer. Watch the footy. Watch the live show. We had a fantastic time last week, and we'd really love to see you down there. Next week, the Great Western Hotel in Rockhampton. The following at 6 p.m. The following week, Friday 24th of March, we'll be at Gilligan's Cairns at 6 p.m. local time. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a bloke in a bar. When other people get sick, there's always a party that's like, thank God that's not me. You know what I mean? Yes. Even though you should fully empathise with them because we've all been sick. But like, when you see them lying on a couch all fucked up, you're like, oh, thank God that's not me. (laughs) We are inherently selfish, like. Yes. And there's nothing you can do about it. There really isn't. Like, you're going to have that feeling. You're going to. Something bad happens to someone else. If something bad generally happens, sickness included, there is a part of you that's like, thank fuck that's not me. (laughs) Like it just, it just sneaks in. It, it just, sneaks it just in. Borrows its head in and yep. goes, "I'm here, bro." And just accept it. Don't yeah. don't feel ashamed because we all feel it. Yeah. Because my wife's been crook, real crook, like on the couch, knocked out crook. And obviously, I'm there for her and whatever she needs. I'll get the strepsils. I'll go down the store, the coat, all that play kind of role. stuff. I play my role. But there is a sneaking part of me that says, "Thank God, that's not me." <laughs> yeah, and also, don't get me sick. <laughs> Yeah. Don't fucking get me sick. You know what? I, I, uh, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I stopped kissing her goodbye. You I just blow like, them. No, I'd, like, I'd walk up to her. I usually walk up to her, kiss her, I love you, goodbye. Yeah. I walk up to her and I stand like four or five metres away and I'm like, I love you. <laughs> and you can tell there's this weird like, are you going to do it or not? But sorry, I got too much, I got too much on my plate. Yeah, you got no time to be sick. We got a whole life to kiss each other. Nah, seriously, a whole life. Literally. To pash. To pash. I mean, extra pash is when you're sweet. Yeah. But but, but, but surely that's understood. Yeah, but it would hurt a little bit. When yeah. You, you want to go down the ship together, you know? When you're the one that's sick, you're like, come Does down the ship. she sick often? No, she doesn't actually. She actually has a crazy immune system. So what's done her in? Maybe her immune system's a bit down. I'm not sure. Maybe she's, uh, I don't know, tired, run down. She, you know what? She probably is tired, run down. Maybe I'm a neglectful partner and she's just been working a ring up. Maybe you've been working a ass to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> what? And uh, it's caught up with her because you're fucking lazy. I'm you lazy. You don't play your role. Maybe that's possible. I don't know. I, c- I can't say for sure. What I know is that you don't seem to get sick that often. I'm pretty good. I don't get sick that often, if ever. But have you noticed someone that's not here? But someone's not here and look, you're not going to be, you don't get more than one guess, basically. Yeah. You get if, one you're, guess. if you're watching this YouTube, you'll know, but if you are listening. You'd have no idea. 
There's someone. There's someone missing. Yeah. Somebody. Someone that's sick all the time. Oh my god. And tries to hide behind the veil of my my kids are in daycare. Therefore, they get sick. Therefore, I get sick. Mm. Now, that may be true, mm. Dennett. That mm. may be true. However, there is a simple truth, a simple <laughs> fact of life. It's a fact. That Tom was getting sick before he had kids. Yes. And there's That's no sort here. of, there's no daycare <laughs> excuse to save you from that reality. <laughs> Look, the man's got a weak immune system. It's and weak. The, and the moment he admits it, yeah. the better he, off he's going to be because he's going to take precautions to stop it. Like, there's no way he's taking his vitamin Cs, his greens every day. No way. He got shingles, mate. Like, I thought that was eradicated in the 1800s. So did I. I thought that's, I thought that's what you got on long ship voyages. <laughs> and then someone told me it was scurvy. But, like, they're the same thing, right? Aren't they in the same world? Well, they're in the same world. They've got to be. It's called the New World in the 1800s when fucking the captains were flo- yeah. getting discovering lands and shit. And then you start to ask yourself, well, has this probably got more to do, Tom, with the fact that you were eating bacon exclusively <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and living in a in a cellar with no windows or <laughs> ventilation. Like, is that more what this is about? I think it could be about that because there's no way, like if you're talking about all time, Dally M weak immune systems. Yeah. He'd win it every he year. He gets the six points every week. Notice I updated my language. There. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you're a real dribbler. You're already <laughs> going the six pointer. He gets the six points every week. Tom. Mate, every week. If he, I wouldn't mind starting to take notes, maybe well, a little diary of sickness. Mate, I've got to say, let's say my, let's say the DMP and the HSP podcast, like he was signed to that contractually as a worker, he would have used his RDO in the first, I reckon he would have used his sick days in the first two months. What does he get, eight days? Eight days. Yeah. Easy. First, first eight weeks, he's using eight days. He's done. <laughs> Mate, you know more sick days. We're, we're, we're dipping into your RDOs now. 100%. You have to. <laughs> he wouldn't make it. He honestly, he'd have to, you know what? A lot of people in big contract negotiations, they'd be like, I want more money. I want this, I want that. He would be negotiating probably 40 sick days a year. I need more sick days. <laughs> I don't need bonuses. I don't even need my super, quite frankly. I just need my fucking sick days, bro. That's all I need. And I need 40 to 50 of them. So if he's sick, what is he? 350 days. Let's just call that. He needs 50. Yeah, 50. He's sick like a seventh of the, of the year. That yep. sounds about right. That sounds right. That sounds about right to yep. me. Yeah. Maybe a bit maybe a bit high, but we'll go with a seventh just for argument. Be sake. conservative. I'm a, like he's our mate. Yeah. We'll be conservative. Yes. And like there's there's also, there's like a scale of sickness punters and dribblers. Like you can get, you can be, he can be shingle sick <laughs> or he can be like snotty nose, fucking weeping eyes. Yeah. Sick. Tommy said he's going to call. Oh, did he? To clear oh, up his side the fake of the story. call. Okay. So let's see how we go here. The fake voice. Here we go. Yeah, mate. We're just talking about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is foul. That's a soundboard. <laughs> oh, <you> fuck off. <laughs> mate, you've done that before. We we're just talking about your waking me in system, Tom. Sorry, what was that? I'm just fucking I'm a medical marvel. <laughs> I'm a medical marvel. They're fucking saying that I should have been dead long. <laughs> but I'm just fucking I made a different stuff. <laughs> so and by so so by by your logic, like most parents would have died then, right? 
Or is it, or is it, or is it a father with a weak immune system yeah. giving it to his kids, yeah. who then gets you way know, sicker listen, than everyone else? Listen, listen. <laughs> let's wait till the studies come back. Let's wait till the studies come back. Let's <laughs> study me, but I just wanted to call. I know Denner messaged me privately. He was fucking wigging that it was just going to be you and him, and uh, <laughs> he was like, "If there's any way you can just come on for a fucking couple of minutes and just." <laughs> talk about how good manly was which we were, we were fucking great but like, <laughs> i don't have much time so i don't want to be here today is this enough Denon? can i go oh look mate you, you sound like you honestly your body is like a wuhan market yeah it's not good <laughs> it's not good <laughs> <laughs> have a go at this honestly it's a soundboard there's no way that's real i hope the listeners enjoying this this is this is great podcast. <laughs> can you get sick through a podcast because i reckon if if we called in sick and you were listening you'd get sick 100%. That's how weak the immune system is. Chance, but you know what? You know what would happen? No, I'd fucking beat it. I'd get sick, but then I'd beat it. So. Jesus Fuck Christ. If a common cold killed you, that'd be pretty fucking grim. Fuck all of Um, Mate, how many sick days do you reckon you've had? He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. He died. <laughs> he died. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> uh, there he is, the great Tom. Uh, he's been kind enough to call us from his deathbed. Yep. Which is every second week, pretty much. Yeah. Apparently, a cold's going to kill him. <laughs> Medical marvel. <laughs> a little sniffle. It's probably just yeah. hay fever, seriously. There's not that many colds going around, bro, for you no. to be sick this often. Seriously. Seriously. It's honestly embarrassing. And he's I'll, like, I'll, yeah, I'll but say, my kids bring him home from fucking daycare. Oh. I'm like, but you should have got him at daycare. You should have had him already. Yeah. You should, be, you should be a picture of health, having gone through it, I would assume, in your own time. And you've got to build immunity eventually. You know what I mean? Like eventually. How has he not built immunity yeah. after 34 years? That's what I'm saying. That's what's concerning to me. Yeah. You can't, you can't bloody get sick every second day and not have an immunity eventually. He should be, he should never be sick. He's, yeah. so, he's sick so often. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Think about that, punters and dribblers. Matty, what do you got, mate? Um, if he's having 50 sick days, it'd be more than a seventh of the year because like weekends don't count, holidays don't count. So it'd probably equate to about 250 days, 50 days. So it's probably about a fifth of the year. That That's a great fucking point. It's a great point. That's a great point. That's a great point. He, you know what? Tom tried to wool pull us and say it's one seventh, but it's actually one fifth. <laughs> and that's that's what a sick bloke does. Yeah. He tries to wool pull you with the days off. Yeah, he does. Um, sick now, blokes take the piss. Oh, mate, <laughs> they take the that's piss a, all right. Is that like, that's a fair saying, right? Fair saying. Especially blokes. Oh, blokes are the worst. Blokes will really fucking squeeze that lemon. Mate, a chick could be nearly dying and she won't suck as much as a bloke. Oh, she'll, with a little truck, bit of, she'll still truck nut. Yeah, she'll get the job done. But a bloke that's got a little bit of a sniffle... Won't even lace his boots. Won't even lace the boots. I mean, there's a reason There's a reason why some of the blokes, NRL players, they say injury, but it's usually just a sniffle that they're stopping. Yeah. Not playing. Um, anyway, now we've, so we've got it out of the way that Tom's a cat. Worst, <laughs> worst immune system in the history of mankind. Yeah. Uh, love you, Tom, mate. Get better. And we'll see you next week on the great DMP. Uh, actually, no, not the week after, probably. But he, he may be good to go tonight. Hello, the, you're doing a live We're stream? doing a live stream tonight. It'll be myself, Hamish Street, Jack Archdale, Jarchi, and maybe Tom, depending on the cough. 
Okay. Because if he's carrying on like that, I don't want him anywhere near me. No way. <laughs> no but way. But we'll be on. Hello Sport, uh, YouTube, live stream. It'll be at least the three of us. At least we the three. We don't really need Tom. So hopefully he stays at home. Look, it, whether he's there or he's not, it's going to be the same. I mean, it might be worse with him there, but it's going to be good regardless. You know what I mean? It'll be good regardless. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, now, look, before we get into the show, Ringers Western Bloke Club merch drop Monday, 6 p.m. New South Wales time, 5 p.m. Queensland time. So that is this Monday, 6 p.m., Ringers Western Bloke merch drop. The first time we've ever done work shirts. It is also the first time we've ever done trucker hats as well. So that is uh, Monday, 6 p.m. Set your alarm. There is a limited amount. It'll be on the Ringers Western website. So we'll have a link on our website to go to the, the Ringers Western website. But if you want to get there first, go straight to the Ringers Western, we Ringers Western website uh, and grab some merch. Limited amount, Monday, 6 p.m. Make sure to be there. Also, tomorrow... We'll be at The Riv, a.k.a. The Riverina, Wagga Wagga, uh, doing a live show at 6 p.m. Make sure to be there, guys. It was a fantastic day up in Armadale. We want to say hi to everyone in Wagga and say thank you for being a part of the community. We absolutely loved it. So I'm super. I'm actually really excited to get down there because I, I love the drive up to Armadale. So I'm going to love the drive down to the uh, Wagga Wagga. And then next week, the Great Western Hotel, Rockhampton, 6 p.m., local time. So well, obviously, while we're up in Queensland, it'll be 6 p.m. local time. So... Um, don't get confused. It's not 5 p.m. It's 6 p.m. local time. And then the following week, Gilligan's in Cairns to finish the regional tour, 6 p.m. local time. Also, Bloke Lager is on special across all celebrations in New South Wales and Queensland, 53 to $56 a case. You can go as low as $53 a case. Make sure to get the beer of rugby league. Footy's back. Your game's about to start. Crack open a bloke beer. It is the perfect setup. If they don't have any stock, they're probably sold out. So just ask politely, could you order some bloke in? It actually helps stores know what they need to order in as well. If you go in there and say, I want some you know, bloke beer, and a few of you do, they're like, oh, well, the people that live in this area want bloke beer. So that is every single celebrations in New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, now, let's talk. Look, I was going to talk about first the curse being broken, but I feel generous today. Let's talk about Manly's incredible performance, mate. That is very kind of you, mate. Yeah. That's a very, very uh, humbling thing to do. Yeah. I think that Manly win the comp. <laughs> That's where I'll start. Okay. Obviously, we're top of the table. Yeah. Where we should be. Mm. Where a seagull belongs. <laughs> top of the table, looking over its fucking prey. <laughs> it was a beautiful day of rugby league, Denon. The 3 p.m. time slot, Saturday afternoon. Doesn't it, get much better. It was hot. Mm. But not... It, 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 listen, it was hot, but it wasn't like, I can't be here hot. Mm. It was just... It was fucking... It, it brought, almost brought us all together. Yeah, Okay. You know where you, where you can say to each other Fuck it's hot Fuck it's hot <laughs> But fuck this is hot rugby league Like yeah, that sort of Yeah okay answer. Okay Got in there On the hill It was absolutely Fucking heaving Yep Like It looked It actually looked incredible Like it was heaving mate Fuck it's so Unbelievable good. We were surrounded by like Young Young goers on a bender I'm pretty sure who, Okay Who were just Who were getting goers into their, who go. Getting into their chance Getting yeah, into their work A yep. lot of fun and just saw saw a great performance by Manly. Just humped the fuck out of those. Was dogs. it good to see the mantle being passed to young goers? You know what it's I mean. It's good to see young goers involved in the club. Yeah, you know, getting around self for goers and you two shall go. We yep. know that. Yeah, that's written into law. So seeing the next generation coming through, these bucks would have been twenty, twenty one. Oh, that's it's a like tear that. to the eye kind of stuff. But they they'd been they'd made up their own chance. Really? And they were like, nah, this one. And then they'd fucking I like that. Them. So they'd either, they'd either worked on them at the pub, they'd yep. worked on them, 
before the game. The bender that they're on. On the bender they were on the night yeah. before. Like, who the fuck knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was good for the soul. I'll, oh, I'll give you that. I like the initiative. You know, just getting amongst it and creating your own stuff. Yeah. I mean, for too long, this nation's relied on Aussie, 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 oi, 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 mm. which is more of an Australian chant, obviously, yeah. than a yeah. team-based one. Mm. So to see some young goers out there who were taking the initiative, like you said, mm. to come up with motivating chants. Mm. Like, I feel like the, the chants probably had 12 points in them. Really? Something like that. 12-point chance. Yeah, I think they were 12-point chance. Do you yeah. reckon... Do you well, reckon obviously, we put 31 on, but they're yeah. probably about, yeah, six to maybe eight point. Maybe eight point chance. Do you reckon they have different point chance? Boys, we need a four-point chant here, or we need an eight-point chant. Well, yeah. And then, you know, there's a different chant for if we need a conversion, obviously. <laughs> That's the Ruben Garrett kicks to the, from the left, he kicks from the right, uh, kicks them all night. Like, there's chance. Yeah, okay. For different fucking elements of the game, Denon. But the boys were up and about so vocally, I think mm. they probably, yeah. They boyed the boys. Eight to 12 points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they boyed the boys. They boyed the boys. Surrounded by real boy boys. <laughs> and it's a great way to spend the afternoon, surrounded by boy boys. Uh, Brookvale looked absolutely Mate, divine. I love the shot. It honestly, it felt like I was bringing you back to the 90s where you looked at the hill there and they were like, every now and then you'd see a bloke with his shirt off. And it just looked old school. You know what I mean? Mate, there was the blokes near us had their shirts off. Yeah. It was, I love that stuff. It was it was like a pure hill experience. Yeah, the, yeah. You need a bloke with a shirt off for a pure hill experience. It was fucking jammed, mate. It was a sellout. Yeah, yeah, of course. Some people whinging that Brookvale's not up to like, you know, modern standards. That may be true, but you can't replace that sort of atmosphere. Oh, there's a gritty realness to it. You can't find that anywhere else, mate. There's if a you realness. want to go down to fucking Melbourne and all go into Marvel Stadium, MCG, and get your little fucking seat and get your little drink, <laughs> sure, mate. But that sounds pretty fucking boring and generic to me. Yeah. Like, that's grey. Yeah. That's vanilla. Yeah. I'm looking for Neapolitan, baby. I'm, I want that good stuff. Yeah. Maybe some choc-choc chip, maybe some, some cookies and cream. Some choc-choc chip. So two chocs. Choc-choc chip. Oh, I like that. I like, you that. like that. Yeah, the choc-choc chip. I don't know. So that's what Brookvale offers you. All yeah. the flavours of life. You got, you got scallywags on benders screaming out <laughs> profanities. You got parents with their kids. You got old people. Yep. Young people. You know, girls, boys. It doesn't matter, It's mate. beautiful. It's and, beautiful. Like, listen... As if this wouldn't warm even the most icy of hearts. Seeing kids sliding down the backside of the hill uh, on yeah. bits of cardboard. Yeah. That's, that brings you back, doesn't That's it? That's living right That's there. nostalgia. That's living. Yeah, yeah. Are you an Aussie kid if you haven't slid down a hill on a cardboard box? You go there, probably with your mate, you yeah. take your boys, and you mm. go, we're going to go watch the footy, get a couple of beers, here's a bit of cardboard. Yeah. Keep yourself it's entertained. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Really beautiful. And it's a cheap way. Cheap. You don't have to buy a nice no, like car no, or a little no. baby car from it. It's no. a cardboard box. No, you just you you empty out your your slab into the fridge mm. of bloke. Obviously, yeah, obviously, obviously. You carve off a bit of cardboard. You go there, you are, bro. <laughs> we should create bloke cardboard slides for for uh, for brookie for rookie and other hills that you want to slide down. Or just hills generally. Yeah, hills generally. Like it'll work on any hill, yeah. but the idea That's was the created. Promise. Yeah. That's the bloke promise. It'll work on any hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mate, it was beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. There's something about the suburban ground. I don't care that it's not up to scratch and, you know, maybe a stand might fall down soon. Yeah. There's something real about it. You it's, know? it's pure. It is pure. It's true. You're sweating, you're smelling, but who gives it? You know, there's, there's beer flowing, there's cups everywhere. 
I, I loved it. People I actually, are sneaking in their own beers. Like, it's yeah, just, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. You know, it's a good stuff. The club's making a massive loss because no one actually buys the beer <laughs> from the place. <laughs> but it's all part of it's rugby league. It's all part of rugby league. If and PVL gets that. He gets he it. He gets the importance of a suburban <laughs> ground. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, for those that whinge and complain about them, if they were to go, oh. they'd be the first to complain about it. You oh, know? mate, 100%. Because it's like something would be missing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something would be missing because it's so sort of territorial, Sydney. Mm. People from the beaches don't go to the east a whole lot. People mm. from the Shire don't go to the west a whole lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Westies don't come into fucking the northern suburbs a whole lot. Like mm. people sort of stick to where they... There's some, live right and yeah. so if you had to travel just to two of the big stand um grounds yeah, yeah. in the city it'd be a it'd you'd you'd lose something you'd definitely lose something and there's something good about like you go down to the footy and then you can just walk down to the you know the bar after or the pub after yeah go to the lees club yeah. go to the brookie hotel beautiful stuff now tom travoyevich what was impressive about him he was still in second gear First or second. I don't even think he's got the third or fourth gear ready to go yet. And he's well, sweet. he was given the ball at one point. I can't remember by whom. And he, and he, there was an opportunity there to get to probably fourth. Mm. And he goes, nah, who not cares? risking it. Yeah. And look, we're about to score 30 points, 31 points anyway. Who gives a shit? He, he clearly had been given the advice from Nolsey, Bill Knowles. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> listen, let's not get out of second gear today. Yeah. We can build up to fifth throughout the season, but the, the second gear worked today. And he just, was, he'd just hang around the ruck, just probing. Probing. Just probe. A lot of probing. <laughs> Fucky probe. <laughs> he probed his ass off. Yeah. Um, mate, it was a famous win. Now, I will say, and I don't mean this disrespectfully at all. I mean this sure. completely respectfully. Like, this is coming from the depths of my heart respectfully. Famous win. Congratulations. And as I said on Instagram, but I do feel the Broncos win was more famous. It was. I appreciate that. It was more famous because, let's be honest... <laughs> I don't, I don't think, appreciate what's about to come. No, but I don't. No, no, no. I don't think that anyone like. Did people really expect the the Bulldogs to be fucking amazing? Mm. I mean, there you was bring, some. Yeah, but most you, don't, people, just, you yeah. don't just bring in a couple of play, yeah. players and expect to just start winning games. Yeah, thoroughbreds need time. They need time, baby. Mm. Mm. And Manly, mm, we're humming already. Like. We won 100k in the preseason, which is the same as what you get from, for winning the fucking minor premiership. So we essentially won the minor premiership. Think about that. But yours was more famous because the Broncos have to come down to Sydney, go out to the defending champs, game one of the season, mm. and lose. So the Panthers lost yeah. to the Bronx because mm. of one simple reason, one simple truth. Yeah. Denon realised finally <laughs> that the curse was real and took it upon himself to do something about it which i have a huge amount of respect for. look i i'm i'm a man that can admit when maybe he should have taken advice earlier i can admit that yeah um i'm not going to hold on to grudges and an ego saying that you know oh no no it was just a coincidence i see now the error of my ways and i should have got the kid off earlier mm. i should have got the kid off earlier i didn't think curses were real but they clearly are curses are 100 percent real now there's a lot of people out there in the internet universe let's call it that that were like it wasn't like a really boys oh listen bro tom and i have the ability to recognize a curse <laughs> we can we can eyeball a curse and go that's a fucking curse working out how to break it is quite a different story mm. now we were under the illusion <laughs> that it was muesli bars but it seems to me that it may well have been a protein based 
Yes. Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, okay. Liver been on the high end of that scale. Highest end you can All get. All we know is that the shirt needed to come off, yep. tick, and that fucking some sort of protein needed to be pounded, tick. Mate. I it, think liver, like, that's like, that's like a bull to a red flag, <laughs> right? For the content gods. They're like, fuck oh, hell, mate. guys with a shirt off with his liver. Yes, thank you. The content gods rewarded us. They rewarded us. Um, now, the concern I have, though, is, is that a lot of people are asking me to get me kit off now all the time yeah does that recurse the situation like where do, where's the balance here i think you need to give the people what they want <laughs> for the time being for the time being yeah. i don't see any curse based issues there okay <laughs> i just see you know a guy who's proud of the body he's created over the last <laughs> three months happy to get his kid off that's what i see mate I'd, look, I don't like getting my kid off. It is embarrassing. Uh, but I will give the people... Oh, well, no, I shouldn't say that because then more people are going to ask. You're going to get asked for a while, but then these things... They, die down. They die down. Yeah, okay. They fizzle out, something else comes along. Just be appropriate with the, the, the space, you know? The kid off chat can only be in appropriate spaces. Don't, in the middle of a shopping centre, ask me to take my kid off. No. Well, be in the right happen. spot. Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> well, I mean... It's, it's going to happen, but oh, you don't yeah. have to do it. Okay, yeah. Fair, fair call, fair call. They're not the same thing. Yeah, you'll you'll get point. asked to do fucked up shit. Yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be <laughs> What's the weirdest that? thing? Was the weirdest thing ever what happened at Magic Round where they do try to go on the, the cubicle with Tom? Yes. Well, yeah, I've had, a, I've had that a couple of times, but that was pretty <laughs> fucking weird. The guy kept was, he was hanging around. He wanted to see our cock and shit. And yeah. Like, tried to come in the cubicle. That was pretty strange. <gasps> and we, yeah, we're talking, we're not talking about... Tom, Tom's been... <clears throat> Doing a dump before and had like cameras go over the fucking store. No and way! Shit. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I just don't go out, man. That's pretty. It's weird. too scat. That does scat. happen often though. Like that's yeah, but it still happens. Yeah, it's happened. <laughs> There's it a video of him me. doing a shit out there. <laughs> 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 yeah, they've probably gone a bloody telegraph telegraph got in the back pocket just in yeah. case Tommy says anything wrong yeah he's like what the fuck <laughs> on the front page of telegraph him going like, yeah. his, with his fans down his ankles yeah. looking up at the camera I've had to sign and like you know pose for photos with someone's ass like that's yep. pretty weird that is pretty weird but look I ask ask is fine I mean I think if there's a cock that's a bit like if I had to pose next to a cock I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign, do that I wouldn't sign a penis no I wouldn't no. sign it that's I draw my line at ass yep yeah, I don't, I, I don't, because you can't really, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm highly unlikely that I'll sign the penis. <laughs> I wouldn't have to hold it. And like, It'd have uh, to be of consequence to get it done, to be honest. Oh, there'd need to be blood in it. <laughs> there'd need to be blood in it, which is probably, which you don't want to be going near. No, I don't want to be going near your hard penis, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so just so everyone knows, ass is where we draw the line. Yeah. So um, listen, next time you want to, you're thinking about flopping it out, <laughs> keep it in there. Don't be looking at me blooding her up. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, don't blood it up and whip it out. Okay, no. <laughs> um. So yeah, look, the curse is broken now. I don't want to hear. How did you? How does that make you feel? You know what? Scoring the match winner against Para, there's that. And then just above it, he's lifting the curse for the boys. Mm. It's one of the great moments of my career. I saw the Broncos commented on the video as well. Like they, they knew, I think they, they were waiting. They would have been sitting around at fucking Redcliffe <laughs> going, when's this motherfucker <laughs> gonna play his role? You're right. And, and I, I can't fight back. I can't push back on it. 
maybe I let my ego get to me and I didn't take the advice. And I apologize. I've apologized to the people. I apologize to you. I apologize yeah. to Tom. Yeah. I take the apology back from Tom because he didn't turn up today to work. Yeah. Well, that's uh, fair enough. So I apologize, Tom, but then I take it back. Can you do that? Can you go, sorry, take it back though? Yeah, you can. You can. I don't know if there's like a 10 second rule on a sorry or not. I don't yeah. know how that works. Is it like dropping something, you know, a bit of food on the ground? Just boom, take it, take it back. What is that, two second rule? Three second rule? I think it's, well, I think it varies from state rule. to state. Five second rule? I think Queensland, it's a Now it's I'm a confusing myself. I'm saying so many rules, <coughs> I can't remember. Three second rule. I think it's three. Three seconds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there's, there's, I take that back. Is it what, 10 seconds you reckon for sorries? You got 10 seconds to take an apology back. Otherwise it's there forever. <laughs> mm. Let's think about it. I'll say sorry and I'll time it. Let's just, let's just get a feel for okay. this. And we'll be able to tell pretty quickly what's appropriate. The vibe, the vibe oh, will so. be there. Now, where the fuck is my stopwatch? <laughs> sorry, mate. That's five seconds. That's too long, bro. It's too long. That's too I long. Th- I think he's got two, three seconds. Three seconds two to take seconds. a sorry back. Can't, 10 seconds is outrageous. Otherwise, you're always sorry forever. It's your life. Time actually goes, like, if you're, like, looking at time. Oh, it goes slower. It's fucking slow. Yep. If you'd spent, if you spent a year looking at a clock, oh, I reckon it would, like. You'd age, like, quicker. Surely that's essentially 100 years for the rest of us. Oh, my God. It, it's so like every time you want something to finish quickly or remember sitting in school watching the clock yep oh it was the worst thing you could do to yourself because you're just like clock watching like they're doing footy and that man how interesting is that when you see players do those ones and look at the clock or boxes and you're like he's broken yeah yeah yeah. he's broken you shouldn't be looking brother don't look at the clock can't look at the clock in no circumstances is cl- clock watching a good thing never literally never my mum used to say a, a watch clock doesn't tick always used to tell me that i like that I like watched that. Clock doesn't tick. Bit of wisdom there. That's wisdom from Mama. Mm. Mama, Mama Buxton. Mama Buxton gets it. She gets it. hundred percent. It's but like when you're going for a run and you might have. Let's say you're doing three laps. You don't think about. Or let's say you, you, you one day you're doing ten k. The first fucking eight k's are easy, but mm. if you do three k's, the la- the third k is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. That last, yeah, you're always waiting for it to end. Always waiting for it to yep. end. You know what I do at the gym, and I've and I've always done this. If I've ever I'm on a treadmill or anything in regards to cardio, I use my towel to cover the time, and I just go for as long as like I start feeling like, oh fuck, genius, <clears throat> just cover it. Because otherwise you count the caves. Then you just keep looking down. It's, and it's worse. It. It's worse on a treadmill because you can count every hundred meters, literally, and it's and it feels like it's taking forever. So I cover it with my towel, and then I just try to like zone into whatever I'm like podcast or I'm watching something. Watching the actually speaking of watching something, Stan original documentary series Dawn of the Dolphins oh, uh, is out great now. Seg- great segue. Only on Stan. <laughs> a new history starts now. Unprecedented backstage access to the master coach, master coach Wayne Bennett and how he is building the Dolphins in their inaugural season. And I will say, I've watched most of the first episode. It's good, real good. Just to see the way it all comes together, see like all the little things that you wouldn't really expect to, I guess, see in a footy club. Mm. It's great production. And this is no, this is no GST. I'd be saying this even if you know we weren't um, sponsored by Stan. No, you're a, you're upstanding. You've got upstanding more. You can trust me. Yep. You can trust me. You're very trustworthy. It's. I was watching it on the literally on the treadmill two days ago, and it is a great documentary. Great documentary. So make sure to watch it. If you don't have a Stan account, sign up for a Stan account. Download the app. Watch it. You can watch it on your phone at any time. So if you're at the gym, if you've got cardio, I'm telling you right now, anyone that goes to the gym, get mini documentaries like this and watch them. It makes the cardio go way quicker. It's a great idea. Way quicker. It's a great idea. 
I watched I've watched whole seasons on the the um, treadmill, whole seasons of stuff. Watching anything that speeds time up, baby. Oh. It's like the opposite yeah. of just staring at a, a clock. You just put a series on, bro. You know the ones Thanks for coming. It's like those fucking mega flights be going to Europe, like twenty four hours. Like that. When yeah, when you got a bunch of different movies lined up, and Ooh. there's always some some real like diamonds in the rough there oh, as yeah. well. Where oh, you go, yeah. oh, I was I've always been thinking about watching this, but yeah. I haven't. Then yeah. you watch it, and like, that was great. Fucking oath, it's great. Um, yeah, what's the time for you when time has gone? Oh, so make sure on stand, download the app. Make an account, watch Dawn of the Dolphins. It is out right now and is absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait to watch the rest of it. What's a time where time has literally just flown for you? There's, so there was one time in my life where I would have been like 14, 15, and obviously I love video games growing up. On my computer, would have been on a weekend. Anyway, so I'm just sitting there, I'm playing this video game and it's my favorite video game of all time. Loving it, enjoying it. Anyway, sitting there, sitting there playing it. And then the door opens to the study and it's my dad and behind him, the sun's up. And that was the, that was the craziest time in my life where I was like, what the <laughs> hell has happened? <laughs> uh, and so I lied to dad. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh no, I just couldn't sleep. So I did the whole porky pies and said that I got up early, but I'd been, I did the whole night without yeah, knowing that it was up. Only, yeah. Mate, if, I don't want to sound like a sicko, but like benders. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Gonskis. It's like when you're at a festival it'll and you're be, yourself. It'll be, it'll be 9 p.m. and then it'll be 5 a.m. like that. Yeah. It'll get you. Gone. It'll get you. And you're thinking like, because I think it's because you're so in the zone yeah. that you're not thinking, you know what I mean? You're not taking anything in. You're just yeah. zoning it. When, w- uh, weddings go quickly as well. Yeah. Get there in the arbor and then bang, it's, you're on the bus home. 100%. And anything it, fun. Yeah. Time goes quick. Which is Time's bullshit. Going, it's Fucking bullshit. Imagine if that's true. imagine if boring shit things went quick, but fun things went long. Like it was the opposite. That oh, how, good. That was, how could that be? Because bad things literally always take forever. Like I remember once I worked at this breadcrumb factory. <laughs> <laughs> a breadcrumb yeah, factory. Yeah, in, outside of Bathurst. Can you like talk us? What the hell is a breadcrumb factory? What is I'll that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the breadcrumb <laughs> factory is. Yeah, I did. There was like they'd. They had fucking shelves of bread, like on, on wheels, like you could wheel it around, <laughs> like trolleys of bread stacked yeah. up high. And then there was a conveyor belt mm. and you had to put the bread on the conveyor belt, the conveyor belt, the bread would go up and then into this like fucking <laughs> mincer, but for bread, I don't know, like a- <laughs> Breadcrumb mincer. <laughs> and it would like, it would spit out breadcrumbs and then they'd bag them up and they'd put them on trucks and off they'd go, right? <laughs> and- Looking back on it now, I was hoodwinked by the manager who told me that if you didn't, if the bread wasn't all touching on the conveyor belt, then it would fuck out the machine, but it would just be a productivity thing. Okay. Like fucking, yeah, yeah. let's tell this cunt that if he doesn't do his job, that it'll break the it'll whole break machine. It. Oh, it costs like 7 million bucks, so you gotta do your job. Yeah, yeah. They just wanted to be more efficient. Mm. I did the 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. slot. Oh. And you're literally just like getting bread off the trolleys and putting it onto this little oh workbench and then sliding it on the conveyor belt for 12 hours. Oh. Obviously, I had a couple of breaks, but like. Was this pre podcast too? This is, yeah, this is when I was at uni. This is ages oh ago. Oh my. Were you sitting there going, man? You want to talk about time going slowly? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that sounds so painful, seriously. 
12 hour shifts they, they sting you they'll get you luckily for me I, I did the night shift and so you could have there's no one around so you just had your fucking headphones in listening to music and shit okay. podcast but apparently the, the day shift guys couldn't have any headphones in because oh. it was against like OH&S or whatever um, yeah, like you got to worry about actually hearing what's going on. I know. Just put the bread on the fucking <laughs> conveyor belt. Anyway, that's the the <coughs> slowest times ever gone. Yeah, but why the fuck can't that go quickly? Hundred percent. The benders go slow. What's? I don't get it. What do you got there, mate? It's unfair. You got nothing. He's just he's just riveted. He is riveted. So that's the that's my breadcrumb story, mate. I used to. It was tough. Oh, when I used to, we used to thing called shutdowns in like big industrial you know might be an above ground mine it might be a coal terminal and shutdowns are basically they shut an area of the place whatever you're doing down so that you can actually run cable without having to like terminate certain things and it's not pretty much there's not electricity going through the place you can shut it down right and so they they might do it for a week or two and when that happens you basically must work 12-hour shifts so you're going monday you're rolling in you know six in the morning and you're yeah. going home at six um they were torture shutdowns because yeah. it's two weeks of just you're pounding the pavement two weeks two weeks 12 hour days 12 hour days two weeks and you and every day you're going home covered in coal i've got like pictures of like when i'd finished work and i would just be and this is when i started the podcast too mm. so i was doing the the shutdown then driving up to sydney doing the podcast mm. then driving back and i look back now i don't have the motivation to do that now as in like as in right now if someone said you've got to work a 12 hour shift yeah and do a potty yeah like as in a 12 hour shift i mean i work 12 hours now but a 12 hour shift at the coal terminal they're not the same thing they are absolutely not the same thing because this isn't really work this is just talking nonsense exactly it's it's fucking it's a bit of a cheat code so to speak it really is like 15 hours when i like do 15 shifts hour shifts at grain corp like at, at harvest time yep. when i was at uni you just want to get cash quick is that what it was called grain corp grain corp they'd like they so people fucking they harvest the wheat put them in the trucks, take them to Grain Corp, Grain Corp buy it off yep. them on site. There's sites all through the country. I was working at one in uh, Tottenham, which is in like Western New South Wales. Okay. And uh, 15 hour days, 11 till fucking two in the morning. Oh. 11 a.m. to two in the morning, 11 a.m. to two in the morning, 11 a.m. to two That's in the morning. That's a tough gig. <laughs> fucking. If you've done you that. You realize then how yeah. long a day is. Oh, and also you realize like what real work is. Oh, bruh. In the hot sun too. It's fucking summer. It's like 40 degrees. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, mate. What do you got there, Manny? My best example was actually pretty recent, recently of, of time going slow. So the gym I go to has like, just like most gyms, they have like the classes. They have like, you know, boxing, cycle, like spin class, all that. And one day they were doing renovations and there was only a class called Body Pump left. And I just assumed. So do you do classes? I, sometimes I do classes, yeah. Yeah. So you do like Zumba and shit? No, nah, it's not Zumba. It's it's like um, you do Zumba. Like, like normally, I do, anyway, I'll I'll get to it because <laughs> it's funny you say that. Zumba. So Sorry. I'm in there, and I <laughs> I assume it's like some weights thing. Like they have a thing. It's called, it's Virgin Active. So they have this thing called Grid where you do like weights and stuff. It's like heat class, heat class. I just thought it'd be like that. Anyway, I go in there, and I'm the last one in, of course. And in the classroom, there's like a window, so everyone in the gym can see you if you come in if you come in late. And I'm like, oh, who cares? Mm. Anyway, we start warming up and you know, normal warm. They're like, all right, we're gonna start. And then just like that, every single person in the class starts synchronized dancing. 
Every, and I'm and I'm like trying to follow like step, step, back, clap, step, step, <laughs> knee, knee. <laughs> and every and I'm thinking that every single person in the gym is staring directly at me. I'm just so out of I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm like feeling so self-conscious because yeah. I'm just I, like I hate it and I'm I can't dance. Like it's it's terrible, right? Everyone I in, you could dance. Everyone in there is just so good. Anyway, I'm like, I keep looking at the clock. I'm like, how long, how long to go? I genuinely thought, fuck, we must be like getting close to halfway now. Only about six or seven minutes had gone. 45 <laughs> minute class. I just looked at the instructor and she looked at me and I just did the old and just walked out. Oh yeah. my God. Go. Yeah, I would have walked you, immediately out. Yeah, same. As soon as they started, I'd been like, oh, oh fuck. I would have said- Is that my phone ringing? My embarrassment would outweigh the worry of offending them. You know what I mean? Like, she wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. Nah. She'd yeah. forget about it in two fact, seconds. It's probably more offensive seeing him dance. <laughs> oh, I would have been offensive no. to everyone in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. One person's offended. <laughs> and the teacher leaving, potentially. Otherwise, him staying offends oh, the whole room. You're going to bring the vibe down. Yeah. Because they're in the vibe. They're in the, the numbers. Um, yeah, so please, can we work out how to, like, if hopefully science one day can work out how to make bad situations go quick. Yep. Fun situations Go slow. That's all I'm asking for. Yep. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, now, uh, cracks in the windshield. Trelly Mitt, he's come out. He said, Penrith have cracks in the wheelshed. Uh, in the wheelshed. In the windshield ahead of their Penrith uh, Rabbitohs game. Uh, what are your thoughts, cracks in the windshield? I mean, I love the metaphor. Cracks in the windshield or the, or the woolshed? Woolshed and windshield, okay. I think. I think he said two quotes. Yeah, right. Someone asked him again and he said, right. woolshed. I like Latrell. When he talks shit. Yeah. Because he usually backs it up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He talks shit and backs it up. So watch out for fucking Latrell to have a big game this weekend, mm. I would suggest. I think the metaphor is quite deep. I like it. A crack windshield because it can get worse if you don't take care of it. I think it's a great metaphor from Trell Mitt. Who would have thought? He's thought about that. Listen, this is what happens when you've won two comps in a row. You've been in three grand finals. Mm. Like any little tiny little thing, people are just going to fucking pile onto Mm. So obviously if you lose to the Broncos, obviously that was a curse related loss. Yeah. And then you got fucking you got the weak gutted dog and Luai <laughs> getting into it on the sideline after the game. Like there's gonna the media's gonna pick that up and and Trelly Mitt, smart enough to go, here's my opportunity to just just rib him a bit. Yeah. And Trelly Mitt's sitting there going, Usually it's me getting smashed in the media. Yeah. Now it's your turn. The the concern potentially is that you do you do you want to rib a a sleeping giant? Yeah. I mean, I will say though, Chelly Mitt, he rib, he'll rib sleeping giant or little baby puppy. He does not care. No, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and he'll go out there and play his fucking, play a, play a goddamn hot game. But I'm just speaking generally, Yeah, right? for sure, for sure. These, those motherfuckers will be taking this as ammo. Like it, this is, this is perfect for Ivan Cleary. He's like, mm. there you go. Yeah. There's your fodder. Boom. What are you gonna do about it boys? I, um, Instead of having to like, you know, create narratives every week, he's like, well, there is one now. Yeah. I mean, coaches must be almost short story writers because the narratives they've got to create every single week would be- Every single week. Here's a new narrative. What was there one last year that did some sort of Top Gun Top reference. Gun. Have you, oh, so have you seen the doco? Uh, All the way on no, nine? I haven't it's on nine it. now. Oh man, it's so fucking good. And James Harris is the scariest man on human which, on the planet. Which we knew anyway. Bro, he's talking about, they're talking about like D and it was like training and it was like something like along the lines of look for, he said something like when there's a three in the tackle, look for flesh because if you're not trying to hurt someone, you're not doing your job. <laughs> something, and you're just going, 
Oh my god! Wow! Yeah, like you got to be. That's that's a different motherfucker right there. <laughs> oh I'm god. not cut from that cloth. <laughs> my natural instinct is not to look for flesh. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? mate, have you seen it, Matty? I haven't seen it yet. It's uh, uh, my instinct with if there was three in the tackle would be I don't have to do as much. Yeah, <laughs> just get back in the line. I get to rest. <laughs> exactly. Boys, take care of it. Exactly. He's right. looking for areas to just go. Yep, there's the target. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is one of the scariest men alive. Uh, but yeah, cracks in the wheelchair. I love that. It's it's poetic. It is quite poetic because mm. this is pressure can build and the cracks can get bigger. But I will say, Penrith sleeping giant. I think they do go out and get the job done this weekend. What are your thoughts on the Luwais? I think yeah, I think Penrith win because I, I, Rabbitohs are missing two forwards, like main forwards. Mm. Um, I'm missing four. It's like four middles if you count Sale and Havili. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's hard to replace the big thickies. You know, you can get an outside back that'll do the job. Big thickies, though. Very hard to replace. Very hard to replace. Um, very hard to replace. What were your thoughts on Luai Sum situation? <sighs> like, I, I like the boys showing a bit of passion, to Same. be honest. I loved it. Like, I like getting them into each other on the sideline. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that, that it just shows that the boys are passionate about their work. The boys are boyed. Craft. The boys are boying each other. Mm. Whether there was anything in it, I don't know. Mm. But like, surely the boys are into that, into each other like that at training. Or you just wouldn't see it, right? The boys are into each other that like nearly once a set. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe it's changed since I was played. But like, if it, if if let's say every set you made an error, mm. you'd be getting oh, you fucking pull your head in, mm. fucking catch the ball, or hold the fucking ball, you idiot. Like, the thing is, you just don't see. It's it's just circumstance, <laughs> right? Like. Mm. The Panthers are now lost two on the shot if you include the World Club Challenge. They've lost a lot of players or lost a lot of cattle in the off-season the last two seasons. And then you've got Jerome, the weak gutted dog, getting into it on the sideline. You don't see a whole lot of that. You just don't. Yeah. You don't see a whole lot of it. And so people are like, fucking oath. What's going it. on at Penrith? Mate. I but mate, like to read into it any more than what that, what it is is just a couple of young barks passionate about their craft. Yeah. Like that's all it is. Yep. I uh, I loved it, and I, I I want I want my. Sometimes I hate, and I've spoken about this a few times the last few weeks. I hate when like a player drops a ball and they're like high fiving him, like tapping him on the bum, and that I'm like, bruh, he just dropped the ball. Like why? I understand it's to keep him positive, and so he doesn't put his head down and whatever. But I like the fact that they're like, oi, motherfucker, be there for your assignment. Not like, oh, it's okay, we'll fix it during the week. I liked it. I liked it. Who are you backing? Pen, Panthers or Rabbitohs? I feel like there's a bit of rabbit in you today. There's rabbit in me today. Okay. There You're is the rabbit. rabbit. In, there's, there's rabbit in me today. I can't, I can't hide how mm. I feel. There is rabbit in me. It's going to be a fucking great game. Mm. Oh. But based on the, based on the comments from Troy Mitt. Troy Mitt. Big game. Huge game. From big game from Trolley Mitt. A couple of TAs, maybe a T himself. And I think they win in a tight one. That's What's, what I'm saying. This is how much he loves to like jive people or like talk shit or whatever. I'm pretty sure the reason he kicked a field goal on the weekend was because he missed so many the year before against Sharks. So he just went, all right, I'm going to kick a field goal just to say... Fuck, you, fuck, fuck everyone. Because it got, it got brought up in the pre-match interview with Fox. I think Mal Meninga or someone asked him about the field goals from last year and he was like, don't bring that up, don't bring that up. His goal kicking has been sensational. I think it's 26 in a row or something. 26 in a row. He's, and yeah, like, but he missed a few in the World Cup. Yeah, and let's say in a row. 
But just for bunny, 26 in a row for the bunnies. <laughs> yeah. And if is I, there an NRL record? Yeah, 32 has, has, has them. Yeah, thirty-two has a Masri. I'm pretty sure it's thirty-two. It could be thirty-two or thirty-six, but has a Masri. Yeah, so he's pretty close. Not far off. Not far off. And like Charlie Mitt, he's a hundred and whatever kilos. You know what I mean? He's a big boy. You he's don't fucking huge. You don't see big boys doing that he kind hits of it stuff. Sweet. It hits so easy. Yeah. Like it's like not even trying. No, nah, not even so trying. So effortless. But like to have the balls to go. Oh, just to prove a point. Mm. Just to say like. Okay, I missed them last year. I'm going to nail a field goal. That takes huge balls. Hasm's 35. 35. Okay. So he's nine off. Is that is that math correct? Uh, if he's 20, yeah, I, I just guessed 26. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Okay. So we're guessing now, Matt. I will get the exact number for you now. <laughs> Look, we're a professional outfit <laughs> here on, on the mate. DMP. Come on, mate. We get everything right. So that's really disappointing from you, Matt. <laughs> really disappointing. Uh, okay. But so you like the Panthers? I like the Panthers. They're at home, I'm pretty sure, again. They are at home. They'll be angry. And it'll be dry. Dry track. Cooper was talking about they'd gone away from, from <laughs> again, like he's just, you've got to bring up a guy who knows what the fuck he's talking about, right? That they'd gone away from their... They, they tried to do the high sort of execution plays mm. in the wet. Mm. Well, you just got to kick the corners, mate. <laughs> <laughs> don't drop the pill. Just kick Chuck the corners. Seat. Fucking don't drop the pill. Yeah. And build snap pressure. Cunts. Snap cunts. Snap cunts. Like Jake did on the weekend. Oh. You see how many people Jake <coughs> snapped on the weekend? We were saying there needs to be a category on the NRL website for snaps. Yeah, True. Like, like you can would have, have you. They've got tackles made, sure. Mm. Tackles missed, sure. Ineffective tackles. Mm. Where are the snaps? That's a good point. Where are the snappings? Because, like, you want to get behind a bloke that's leading. Like, for example, imagine at the end of the year, top of the snapping yeah. table. Yeah. How, like, this guy folded fucking 15 people in two weeks. You'd be like, holy shit, he's on one of the great, one of the great folding wreck well, we runs do tackle all breaks. What's the, well, I don't understand it. You can have, if you've got ineffective tackle, yeah. there should be snapping effective tackle. Yeah. AKA snapping. snap to cunt. Yeah, I like that. Trails 26. 26 in a row? So you were yeah. right. Oh, well done. Well done. Wow. That's pretty close, man. That's like, what, a few games away if he nails everyone. Yeah. Yeah, two or three. Okay. Fucking hell. They'd, could you imagine Charlie Mick gets that record? <laughs> Wouldn't that be wild? Oh, right. Like a big fella like that. Crazy. Just insanity. Um, and probably put the knocker on him now. Yeah, I know. I don't want to get have to get naked again to break curses. <laughs> um, now, let's uh, Billy Slater on the Roosters. It's dangerous practice when you hear players speaking about we've got the best roster in the competition. And that's what I heard from some of the Roosters, Roosters players over the summer. They got a reality check. Uh, sorry, they got a real reality check. I've got no doubt the Roosters were complacent going up there to Brisbane against the Dolphins. They were totally outplayed and outplayed in the effort areas of the game. When the great Billy Slater saying that, you got to take note. Billy doesn't speak like that generally. You no. know, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty to the point. Pointed. Billy. Was that Cheese was saying that? I'm not sure, but like even the, I think even Lindsay Collins kind of when you know all the chatter and salary cap was coming, he was basically saying like here at Roosters we win comps, we don't worry about money. I know that's a little bit different, but it's in that same mind frame of like we're the best, which is like you do want to think you're the best for sure. There's a couple of different ways of unpacking it potentially. Like you could look at it like they listen. Everyone knows the Roosters have got a great fucking roster. They always mm. do, mm. always. They're on paper roster. He's probably the best in the game. 
doesn't always translate to premierships, but mm. if it's not the best, it's top two, top three, right? Yeah. Is that more just about them going, we've got an opportunity here to win a comp and we need to fucking, we can't waste that opportunity because mm. we've got the roster? Yeah. You could look at it that way, yep. or you could look at it like these motherfuckers are getting high on their own supply, mm. walking around smelling their own farts and just expecting your premiership to fall in their lap. But that doesn't feel like a Trent Robertson sort of environment. Yeah, it, you're right. It, is, it doesn't feel like Trent Robertson would create that environment, but it is pretty ballsy to come out and say, we've got the best roster. But they do. Do you know, like... Well, I think we're, we're the, well, there's a difference between the best roster and one of the best rosters, right? Like we're the, we've got the best roster in the competition, right? So if that's what they said, mm. that's probably a bit. It's pretty hectic because, like, I think Billy's coming from the the position of like it doesn't matter who you've got on paper, you you have to go out and whoever wins is the best roster, you know? It, it, it's still surprising hearing that though. Like you've got still got Boyd Cordner around the club, you've got yeah, Jake Flynn around the club, Trent Robinson, like all these fucking alphas. It would, would stop that kind of mindset. Is Orbo still there? Like still, yeah, I'm would, pretty sure expect, it still be around the joint. You would expect. Yeah. I just feel like it's it is sort of weird language, right? And then when they went up to Brisbane <clears throat> on the weekend and got absolutely spanked and played like shit, mm. like they were awful. It was surprising. It was like they had like sixty percent completion rate or something like that. It was like r- shocking because I, I like I kept watching the game going, they're going to kick into gear. They get you know what I mean. Oh, the Roosters will kick into gear. But they just never seemed to kick into gear. And it, they didn't really seem like they had... Like, for example, when Cooper Cronk was playing there, they had direction. Like, whenever the chips were down or whatever, he would take control of the team and that's where they're going. Whereas on the weekend, it was like, is it Teddy? Is it Kiri? Or sometimes, like, they've got too many guns. Like, who do you choose to... Too many chefs in the kitchen? Uh, is that too many cooks in the kitchen? Well, you could... If they didn't go on the run last year that they went on, you could say that. But they went on this crazy run, so you're like, well, clearly they can make it work because they did it last year, you know? I've always found it strange how teams that are basically the same can go – obviously, they go to a World Cup and, you know, they have an off-season, but then they come back together. The club's pretty similar. Like the team's pretty much what it was last year. Mm. How you can then be so far off the pace again. <clears throat> Yeah, and like need to rebuild your the way you play when like you've already compl- been together for so long. You think I, I would think, and obviously it's not the case, but mm. it just feels intuitive to say that you can sort of flow on from where you go. Well, to look at last the Cowboys. Season as it's hard. Do you see the Cowboys first half? It was fucking phenomenal, mm. phenomenal. Even the, the the Sharkies first half was pretty good. Sharks first half was good, but I the second half obviously fell off a cliff. But at least you saw evidence of them, you know, putting together. Whereas, like Roosters, the whole game just didn't look like the Roosters that we know. Like, no, just and their def- the, the defensive effort was They're usually like Kafusi. Just unless you ran around the park and snapped everyone, and everyone just fucking they almost like went into their shell, like timid mm. almost. Yeah, it's it was a strange, um, a strange game, especially like considering like the Dolphins had never played before in an NRL game, never. Like they, they were given 12 months to build a side. Mm. And those blokes had only literally oh, had a preseason game. That's it. That's it. Because they were all at other clubs last year. Yeah. Then they come in and then they beat the. That's, that's, so that's what I'm not getting as yeah. well. Is you can get that sort of that camaraderie after, you know, four months. But mm. then the Roosters, again, who's had the same side for the last year or two, didn't. Yeah, it is interesting. That, and that's something I spoke about on Monday podcast is like the strange thing with the Roosters is. Yes, they're notoriously slow starters, but they've pretty much had this core together for a few years now. Yeah, 100% though. So it's like, how many times do they have to come into a new year 
and have to reset. That, and it's start almost again. like, oh, well, yeah, Roosters are really slow starters, as if they're starting from zero. Mm. It's like, well, that's not the case. Yeah. It's How is that the fucking case? Mm. Yeah. I mean, you've gone out and, and, and bought one of the best hookers in the game. Like, Dallium Hooker. Is that? Yeah. Is that some sort of like handicap for you? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It yeah. just doesn't make sense to me, mate. No, you're oh, right. We didn't have Joey Mano. Well, so what? You had Suoliti, you, you had got Tedesco. Su- you got Suoliti, Tedesco, fucking hell, what's going Keary, on? Kiri, Walker, yeah. Lodge, Radley. Yeah. Like crazy Collins. team. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Look, I, I do think if, if there's one team in the comp that could just go on a crazy run, it's the Roosters because of their roster. Um, but but you don't want to – I but uh, what I'd say to that is I think that you could probably argue that the Roosters last season, who went on the crazy run to make the eight, used up all their energy. Mm. And then they yeah. get to the first round in that semifinal against South, who dragged them down into a, like a fucking shit show and they all got <laughs> penalised. But that's what the bunnies wanted. Yeah. And then bang, you're out. Like – those late season runs just mm. to make the eight, I think, I don't think you can kick on and then win a final series that yeah. way. It's a good point. And also, if they had have started strongly, they would have been in the top four and had two cracks at 100%. 100%. You got the quote there, Matty, or? I literally can't find it anywhere. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't think Billy would bloody make no. it up. No, so no, no, no. We're not saying that. Yeah. Not, a great, not about Billy. But, like, history tells you that you, it's very fucking difficult to win the comp outside the top four. <laughs> Well, it's only happened like once in the last fucking 20 years or well, something. Bulldogs did it in like 96 or something. Yeah. Well, since they've changed so the final going series. Back a fair way. Yeah. Since they changed the final series to one versus four, I'm pretty sure it hasn't been done, which has been the last 15 years or so. Wow. Or maybe 10 so, years. So this idea. Well, it hasn't been done since. I don't think it's been done since the Bulldogs. Since 04. Yeah. There you go. So 96. Oh, 96 is it? Yeah. There you go. So. Pretty sure. So this idea that like, oh, it's okay. They're, they're starting slow. It's like, well, it's not okay. It's actually not okay. It's not okay. And. And that, I mean, that's even more concerning for the Roosters because it's like, how many years are they going to start slow? Look, I will say though, in their defence, they were smashed with injuries the last two years ago. They were annihilated with injuries. Like they had fucking so many people out. So in their defence, you could probably rub that year out. No, again, I'm not, I'm not saying like, yeah, there's different, there's going to be a fuckload of different uh, impacts on the side during mm. a season that can prevent you from winning a comp. Yeah. I'm just looking at it from... Yeah, you've got some injuries at the moment, but you've got a fucking star-studded side True. who's been together for a couple of years and this slow starting thing, I'm just not really getting it. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's fair. You, you don't, like, no one goes out there and goes, ah, oh, it's okay, we lost a couple of games. Like, you know what I mean? You're going out there to win. Yeah. Um, okay, what do you got? You got you guys won in 96. Was it 95? 95 doggies won, so it might have been. There. 95. Yeah. Okay, 95. Uh, now, store shout-outs. Uh, Tacking Point Tavern. Tacking Point Tavern, Port Macquarie, Gary in the Bottle Shop, selling both Bloke Lager and Bloke Midi for 52 a carton. Wow. Gary has said Midi is flying off the shelves at the moment. So get into Tacking Point Tavern in Port Macquarie. And then Celebrations Tamworth, running a country bloke shirt promo. Buy uh, a six-pack or case for your chance to win a country bloke T-shirt. That's Celebrations Tamworth. Uh, Jason Taumalolo has come out and said he wants to play for Queensland. It would be awesome to play for Tonga and for Queensland. Origin is the best arena with the best names. What do you reckon? Pretty good to see him play. Oh, could you would imagine be good for the state of New South Wales, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes without saying. <laughs> but, mate, I'd like to see him ripping in Origin, yeah. I would. Be interesting, eh? Like... I wonder, because Vlandis has come out and said, you know, we may or, we're looking at it. We may or may not change Let's the rules. Let's just, 
I think we just need to fucking bite the bullet and get on with it, right? If the last World Cup taught us anything, it's that the rise of the Pacific nations is is, is here. happening. It's in front of our fucking very eyes. Mm. And to say that Samoa isn't a tier one nation if you make a World Cup final, like I don't, <coughs> you can't sell that narrative at the markets mm. forever, right? Mm. It's just easier, in my opinion, to go, do you satisfy the state-based eligibility rules, which is where you hear it, was it 13? 14? Yeah, 14. Whatever, the, whatever, the, whatever that eligibility criteria is. And if you want to play for your, uh, your nation of heritage in a World Cup, say, mm. go for gold. Yeah, I, I, I'm so torn on this one. I'm so torn. But... I, I, I just think, think it's an, inevit- yeah, it's an I inevitability. It's kind of like it almost get to the point in 10, 15 years where most of our players will be Polynesian. So it's like... Mate, look at the, look at the, look at the game generally. Like mm. how many players were of Polynesian descent 20 years ago versus now? Crazy. I think, I think it's, it might be over 50% now. I think it's, I think it's like 55, 60%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so really interesting. Uh, I mean, far out, Tamalolo and Suncorp Stadium in a Maroons jersey. Oh, <laughs> God. There's not much better sights in rugby league. Like if you saw him in a, taking a kickoff run, yeah. <laughs> Imagine him first hit oh. of the series. Him in Origin Bruh. would be scary, man. Like because he would just he would just go to another level. He would just go to another level because he loves the big matches. Big Jason Tamalolo. Like, very rarely in a big match does Jason Tamalolo not have a big game. He loves it. Um, be interesting to see like what would the sides be if everyone was eligible what would the sides look like i mean you'd probably say that the new south wales side would be pretty much the same off the top of the dome it would be maybe a couple forwards that no i think it'd be pretty much the same yeah it would be the same because the tamalolo thing is because of his age i'm pretty sure like when he came to australia yeah not mm. so much because obviously Tongans can still play Origin, so yeah, it, would, it probably wouldn't. So it would only that really much. apply to England and New Zealand, really. Yeah. yeah. So well, like, it's like Radley, for example. At the moment, yeah. And so Radley, at the moment, wouldn't make the squad. Maybe in the future he would. Well, Radley can't now. Yeah, he can't. But what I'm saying is, if they if they change the rules, it, yeah, yeah. Um, then you've got in New Zealand, there might be a couple of Kiwi players that could potentially try to. Like, when did Joe Manu come across? So maybe. But I mean, you got Trell and you got Tommy Trovich, so it's like, you know, maybe he doesn't make this off. Fuck. It'd be, you know how hard it would be to make Origin if everyone it, it, told the, the only way you could work it out is based on like when they arrived in Australia. Yeah. When they, when they started playing their state footy. <clears throat> and then it'd be good to get that list together though. But uh, like off the top of the head, I don't think it would be, I don't think that it'd different. make a crazy difference. Yeah, no. you're right. It probably wouldn't even make that much of a difference. I wonder, because that's not something that hasn't really been discussed is like, like we get so caught up in the, you know, for example, me being a Queenslander and like caring about I want players playing for Queensland that truly care about Queensland. But you get so caught up in that, you don't go, well, would it even make that much of a difference? Maybe one or two players a year? Whereas like most players can play anyway because they're Samoa or Tonga. I think that if you, if they keep it like pretty low, like what it is, 13, mm. you, you can, you can get, start to get around your state in, the, sure. in like a 10 year period. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, especially, sure. especially going through school. Because you still got, you still, you basically go through high school. Mm. Yeah. Go through all high school and then very rarely someone playing Origin when they're 18, 19, only prodigy, prod- mm. prodigies. So usually in your early 20s, it's like 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I can see that for sure. Um, but yeah, down below, low. Oh, <laughs> could you imagine the like the outcry if he did get selected? Well, I can't see them cha- changing the state 
the state eligibility criteria, which I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure is why he's not yeah, that's why. included. Yeah. But as a Oh, so he came over after fourteen. I'm pretty sure he came late. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what's fucked him. Well, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think they they I definitely what I do know for sure, like I'm unsure about all the other stuff. What I do know for sure is they need to keep that age like one hundred percent. Otherwise, it's just gun for hire. Yeah. It's it's just a fucking free for all. It's not it doesn't mean anything. That's one thing I'm absolutely certain on. If you came over here as a sixteen year old, like even if you say you love the state or whatever, fair enough. Like you may love the state, but we have to have some rules in place. Yeah, it's, like, a bit, it's just a bit late. Yeah, it's just late. Like, and this is an Australian competition, unfortunately. Like, we need some, you know, connection to the states that you're playing for. Um, so, yeah, we won't it's see just it would be hard to give those, you know, impassioned speeches before the game about what the jersey means and the fucking state and your people and shit. And when they do the tours around to like Western New South yeah. Wales or Western Queensland, like. It wouldn't mean as much if you'd fucking never lived there. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it just wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. You'd be sitting would. there going, yeah, like, this is, I can see how this is motivating, but it's yeah. not particularly motivating. Oh, it's no connection. Whereas, like, when he puts on that Tongan jersey, because he has such a strong connection, 100%. it means everything. Um, and, Which, just, and, that, and the difference there, just to clarify, is that, like, he's got Tongan blood. Mm. Flowing through his veins, whereas well, even, if he, but he's, even if he hasn't lived there yeah. for fucking for a long time, whereas the estate thing's more about like where you live. Yeah, for sure. And it's and like with the you Tongan don't have Queensland blood, blood so in to speak. it. Yeah, um, and you've got Tongan culture also, yeah. like strong culture being passed through. What do you got there, Manny? I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm reading. I think I was wrong about the age thirteen. That the age thing because he came over when he was thirteen. I think it's because he's played for the Kiwis before, so that's why he can't play Origin. Yeah, it's the Kiwis thing. Yeah. It's the Kiwis thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So he would be eligible then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's asking for that. Yeah. Because I was like, context. I yeah. don't want to change the age thing. That's, yeah, right. that's crazy. You've got to keep the age thing. So basically all they're going to do is strip away this tier one thing <coughs> and, and then off to the races. Off to the races. <laughs> now, Benny Hunt's statement uh, about the wooden spoon. We're not getting the wooden spoon. I don't care who says it. We're not getting it. We're a lot better than that. I think we're a genuine finals team. We need to be. I genuinely, uh, I generally think we are. About Anthony Griffin, I'd encourage the board to really just back him. There's nothing worse than being in a situation we are now, where everyone is coming for your head, and you've got the board second guessing the coaching staff. You need to be all in. You've got to back your guy. At the end of the day, if you get to the end of the season and it hasn't worked out, then make your decision. Don't get five or six or seven or eight games in and start second guessing what we're doing because then everything will really turn to shit. I'd encourage them to just back us. What do you reckon? Benny Hunt's statements. Well, Benny Hunt, being the fucking leader he is, coming oh, yeah. out, saying all the right things. Mm. Like, there's been a lot of chatter in the media, in the, the podcasting world, <laughs> <laughs> at the pub, about the Dragons' chances this season. Mm. I have been pretty fucking adamant that they won't do anything i will i will say this though punters and dribblers and this is on the record i the cowboys coming last last year so i don't know what i'm talking about so i hope benny's not taking my words and getting upset by him like in terms of anthony griffin i reckon he's dead set right what's the fucking point of having a coach if you're going to sack him after seven or eight games when it's not yeah. going well like yeah. you've got to give him the season i think to work out was, was there a plan that took a while to bear fruit? Like, are you going to sack Robbo because the Roosters start like a busted ass every year? Like, mm. let's be fair income. I think you've got you to give a coach time, and if it doesn't work out, you fuck him off towards the end of the season, get someone new in, off you go. 
I think uh, the only way that you get rid of him halfway through the season <clears throat> is if you have a mad replacement that you're genuinely seeing isn't like look at the shark situation now i don't think the, the way they handled it was good in regards to josh morris uh john morris like mm. i feel like they probably should have just let him see out the season in regards to not just getting rid of him straight away yep. i understand why they did because they didn't want all the extra media and that just get rid of him now go through the pain now uh whereas this situation like unless there's someone else on the the, the horizon that you know really is standing out give him the whole year but the argument against giving the whole year is, is like, let's say you do have another coach coming in. He needs time to recruit and move around who he wants for the next year. If you know what I mean? Yes. So if he only gets called in at the end of the season, well, he's just got the roster that's been given to him. Whereas if he gets told that he's got the coaching gig five, six weeks into the season, he's got essentially half the year or the whole year to either move players on get new players in, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, but it's a balancing act between given the coach that you hired initially, yeah. he yeah. is an, op an opportunity to try and fix things mm. or improve on things versus fucking him off because you don't believe in him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah, think sometimes sure. people go too early. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And it's, it's, not like, it's not like we're in an environment where now, at least to my knowledge, where there's just shitloads of hot, young virile rugby league coaches mm. running around waiting to get picked up mm. like i think the west tigers situation with them getting sheens back and then benji marshall who's fucking coached one game now officially <laughs> he's coming in in two years to coach a side like the the dogs need a guild to woo mm. seraldo but mm. like there isn't really heaps of coaches running around yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I think so you got to you got to back him in the initial, right? You have to. I mean, surely, because otherwise, it's almost like, what's the point? You should have sacked him in the off season to a degree. That's, exa well, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You should have we should have <coughs> sacked him fucking late last season. Let, what if they go? Let's say they go one from eight. Is then would then you be like, look, this is just untenable? Like, it depends how they were playing. Yeah. Like if they were fucking in the fight and they just lost a couple of close ones, mm. or if they just get pumped and look like shit, you know what I mean? There's yeah. different. There's different scenarios, I think. Mm. Yeah. But a lot of heat on these boys, oh, bro. Oh, Holy my shit. god! It's I spoke to Benny. It's yesterday. all anyone's talking about, mate. And then almost like them getting that week off, that buys just built more. I know. Energy around. Like, it. what are they going to be like? Yes. Uh, I'm actually tipping them for a win this week. I think they come out firing. Now, I still think they're going to struggle this year, but I think they come out firing. Because yeah. they're, they're backs against the wall. They got so every Everyone's writing them off. Everyone. And like, you'd almost be like, from a Dragons fan, you'd understand it to a degree, but you'd also be like, hang on a sec. We finished, what was it, 10th last year? 10th or 12th? I think it was 10th, 11th. 11th last year two wins out of the eight i'm pretty sure and for a period there they were fighting for the eight they were in the eight yeah and so you're like why are we all of us we got the, essentially the same roster <laughs> why are we all of a sudden guaranteed wooden spoon you know because <laughs> people like to pick someone <laughs> that's why and everyone goes you you're the fucking loser <laughs> and then everyone else just piles on yeah 100 sorry right they came 10th and yeah two wins two wins out of the eight came 10th and who came eighth again Raiders? Eighth, Raiders, Raiders nine. How many losses were they behind? Nine, Roosters nine Broncos. Rabbitos. Yeah, nine Broncos. So Raiders and South had the same amount of wins. Then So Roosters were on 15 wins. Raiders and South, 14 wins. Bronx, 13 wins. Dragons, 12 wins. So like, that is not far. Like, a couple of games go their way. Yeah. 
and they're in the eight. It's not world's It world. really isn't. So even though I don't think – I think they'll struggle But then off the back of that, right, off the back of two wins outside the eight, everyone's piling on Anthony Griffin. Oh, you're going to get fucking sacked first. He's, I think he'd probably be leading the, the, the betting yeah. in terms of first coach to go. Mm. Where's all that coming from? Is this, is this more around the fact that he hasn't recruited well? Is that what people are – Getting yeah, into him for I, I, that's the one thing that I think, like recruitment wise, is I'm a bit surprised at what they've done in the market. And I don't know what their salary cap's looking like, so maybe they've got no money. But I would have thought they would have been a bit more aggressive. But you know, Anthony Griffin's under the most pressure. But where did the Knights finish last year, mate? I think the Knights are under the most pressure. They are under massive pressure, huge pressure because they finished like 14th or something last the year. Knights finished 14th with six wins, and they were so in dra- the f- Dragons finals. doubled Knights' wins. And yet, like Dragons doubled the Knights' wins, yeah. and the Knights were in the finals the two seasons prior, so they yeah. fell off a cliff yeah. last year, and they've sort of flown under the radar a little bit. Yeah, in like, terms of like the media scrutiny. Yeah, maybe like the, the, the Ponga situation has kind of deflected a little bit because you're just talking about him playing six rather than, you know, the fact that they went to New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand is a tough trip. They lost. They came 14th last year. Their roster hasn't improved that much. I mean, it's improved a little bit, but. Not are, like. you, are you worried about Ponga um, with his head knocks defending at six? I'm, I'm not worried in regards to like, I don't think he has it in him. I definitely think he's got it in him, but I just want to, I hope for him that he can get through a whole, whole year injury free. Uh, Cause it's been a few years now where he's just been able to bang out, you know, 20 games or whatever, or yeah. 20 plus games. I just want to see him play footy because the more footy he plays, the better he's going to be. The more he's going to feel his feel his potential. We see his potential when he you plays see Origin. In Origin. You see he's in Origin. amazing. He's a freak. He is an absolute freak. Um, but he seems confident. And on the weekend, eleven tackles, only one miss. You can't ask for much more than that. Like, no. what else? You know, Ponga haters will be looking for anything. But it's like, what else do you want? He had two tries, eleven tackles, only one. Like, you can only do so much. You can't blame everything on him for the losses. No. Um, so I, I hope he, his biggest challenge though, it's not his skill set, it's not his ability. It'll just be getting through the year, being in the front line, making 11 to 20 tackles a game. Um, but I hope he can. But you're right, Adam O'Brien, I think he's under the pump. I think he's under the pump too, to be honest. Poor bloke. I hate talking about that kind of stuff because it's like, mate, you know what I mean? Like, But it year. happens every year. There's yeah. usually two coaches that go a it's year. It's part of rugby so league. It is. You've got to talk about it. Uh, store shoutouts. Uh, Royal Hotel Orange, ranging both lager and bloke midi. Currently the only bottle shop in Orange, ranging bloke midi. So the lager, $20 per six-pack. Midi, $18 a six-pack. So if you want to try a midi, which people are absolutely loving, go to Royal Hotel and Orange because they're the only people that have it. Uh, Castle Ray Celebrations, a great little bottle shop, ranging midi and lager. Stop in to see Michael, who will help you out. Rathmine Celebrations. Chad, the owner, selling both lager and bloke midi for very good prices. Great community bottle shop, so get in and support these guys. That's Rathmines Celebrations. And Penrith Supercellers, brand new stockers in the heart of Penrith. Great bottle shop, now selling bloke lager for a very competitive price. That is Penrith Supercellers. We don't have many shops out in Penrith, so get to Penrith Supercellers and give uh, bloke beer a try. What were your thoughts on Wade Graham getting four weeks for a reckless high tackle? <laughs> First of all, I fucking love the tackle. I just did. <laughs> I loved it. I was saying it put hairs on my chest. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? Like this was, didn't look like this. It last was looking week. like this. It was like that. And then it went to this. <laughs> Off the back of that way, Graham. <laughs> tackle just to, trying to inspire his man. Oh, spied the troops. He was going for a snap start. Oh, I don't think it was four weeks. I think four weeks is over the top. Mm. Four weeks is tough. 
Four years is a lot, bro. That's a, that's a month. F- that's a fuckload of rugby league. Yeah. Just, just for trying to snap a bloke <laughs> and getting it 90% right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he got it 90% right. Yeah. Just that top 10%. Maybe the top 10% might have come in contact with a head. <laughs> sure. But like, if he gets him at the same height, but he gets him shit, he doesn't get four weeks. Yeah, it's a good point. It's all on it's how cause he, it's it cause, looks. It's because he ate him like a truck. Oh. Everyone's like, ooh, hater. It was wild. What, like, crazy shot. Crazy shot. I mean, was it the whiplash that made the head contact, or do you think it was just direct contact? I think, well, I think, it, was a, I think it was the whiplash. Whiplash, so his head came into it I after. So. I mean, yeah. Four weeks is pretty tough. I'm not sure if it's... He catches him here, right? And, and then, then his head comes, into, he comes it. into it. It's one of those things where nowadays you've just got to go super low. If you're going to shoot, like do what Kafusi did. Yeah. Just you've got to bend your back and go through the middle. And I guess that's what the NRL... Trying to push. He's trying to push, right? Going, listen, understand that you, there was no intent and that you you got him 90% right. But you, they, just want, they just want him going lower. Yeah. On those big shots. Yeah. Those ones where you jam out of the line and just look to snap blokes in half. You just got to get them around the sternum, I think, mate. Oh, oof, mate. That was crazy, that shot. Seriously. I reckon I'd snap in half oh. if Wade got me like that. Mate, seriously. I'd be in hospital. All my ribs would be broken. I'd be a mess. <laughs> Such a big shot. Imagine the impact on the ground hearing it, how big it would oh, be. Imagine being next to him. Oh, my Watching God. Watching that happen. <laughs> and didn't, didn't the, the guy that got tackled, he got straight back up, didn't he? Play the ball. It's impressive. That's a tough man. That I would still be. Man. I would literally still be knocked out on Shark Park. Yeah, right now we'd be buried there. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I said, guys, he's done. Fuck it. Yeah, pick her up, chuck her in. Yeah, see you up. Um, you're up. The shame is, is that I think the, I'm just guessing. I'm thinking this is why he fought it. He's on two seventy eight games. This might be his last year. I think he's looking at three hundred. So this orbit, unless he plays oh, every he, game, is this? Does this fuck him? Yeah. If he retires this year, unless the Sharks make the GF and he plays every single game, I'm pretty sure. I think that'll get him to 300, but it's, yeah, it's looking hard now. <clears throat> wow. That's devastating. Just, I was only thinking about, I was actually only thinking about him getting 300 games the other day because he was on NRL 360, I think, and it, sh- it sh- flashed up with how many games he'd played. I'm mm. like, oh, the big fella's pretty close. Can you just offload it? Just the, if he gets to like 295, can the NRL just go, oh, look. We found a five. We found five games. We found five games. Yeah, it was actually an error in our yeah. counting. New South. We counted a couple of New South Wales Cup ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, could you throw your Origin in? You should be able to throw your Origin games in. You should be able to. Surely you should be able to substitute your Origin games in. How many Origins would he play? Seven. Oh, mate, fair few. At least ten, I reckon. He's been around for a while. And like, if he could just go, you know, so look, it gets him there. Take me caps, me New South Wales caps away. Yeah. Chuck him in the NRL. Put me in the three hundred club. Fucking oh, fun. Played Done. six Origin games. Six. Oh, six. Well, that gets him there. He was a bit unlucky with uh, it was a suspension and injury. So yeah, yeah. gets him there. Gets him there. Yeah. So gets look, there. have a chat to Lenny. Surely he's reasonable. Yeah. Trade yeah. the New South. Well, Wales. he's very reasonable, man. Um, David Feeder resigns with the Titans. Yep. Good resigning. Yep. Very solid resigning. Nice uh, little coup there. Oh, a little coup. Had some had some competition, and he's playing really well so far in the trials and also in the first game. Great so last week. Oh, mate. Just straightening up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just hitting those. You're, like, you're seeing what we've wanted to see for a while now is just straighten up, get some good ball off the half. And that's straighten what you can up. do. Straighten uh, her up. Now, uh, oh, well, there's some re-signing transfer whispers. Six clubs after Paddy Carrigan. I think, like, every club will be after him. That's obvious. Six clubs. You would have to be, you know, a bit of a fucking idiot. 
If you didn't go, <laughs> mate, seriously, you have to be an idiot. Mate. Idiot, you have to be dumb. Um, honestly, it should be a, a litmus test for like a CEO should walk into the recruitment manager and go, Are "You going after Paddy?" And yeah. if he says no, so you're fired. You're fired. Sacked on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. See you like later. Elon Musk with all that Twitter. Yeah. Just going, all right, you're an engineer. You write code. Show me it. Oh, you don't write any. Fuck off. See you later, mate. See Same you later. thing. Oh, you don't want to come into work yeah. four or five days a week? Yeah. See you later, mate. See you later, mate. You're not, yeah, you're not looking at Paddy Carrigan? Pack your shit. Did you see that report where, like, there was a, apparently, again, it's reportedly, there was a huge pushback from the staff because he was requiring them to write a review each week of what they had done? <laughs> yeah, because they hadn't done anything. <laughs> Since when is having to collate what you've done in a week yeah. by your boss? Like that, what? Mate, big shake-ups at those. Oh, like, They just man. had too many people doing fucking nothing. Like, that's crazy to me that anyone would even consider pushing back against that. If your boss asks for a weekly summation, yeah. you go, yeah, okay, sweet. Like, yeah. not, well, how dare you? It's like, what the hell is going on in this world? Oh, no. Trim the fat. Trim it. Get rid of it. Uh, six clubs, including uh, Rabbitohs and Penrith, apparently after Teague Wilton. Uh, but it seems like he wants to say the Sharks. I will say, uh, we often talk about how clubs leak this and leak that. This is a clear indication of managers leaking this kind of stuff. So this is managers leaking 100%. to drive prices up, Correct. to create the feeding frenzy around a couple of young hot boys. Correct. Uh, so when you see things like this, guys, it's just the manager trying They're to get their in the water. Out. They're just, just putting blood in the water, water baby. Um, okay. Pure and simple. Now, Panthers versus Rabbitohs. I'm going Panthers, you're going I Rabbits. like the bunnies tonight. You, okay. get it, you get them at underdogs as well. And make sure to watch on Hello Sport Live tonight. Yep. Uh, Come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Eel Sharkies. Sharks. Sharkies? Sharkies, yeah. A hindless Sharkies. I like what I saw last week in that first half. Okay, I like okay. what I saw. I'm going I'll tell eels. you what, if there isn't a certain contract signed and there is a loss tonight... They're going to be a loud, oh. me- they're going to be a loud media. <laughs> a lot of week. noise. A lot, lot of noise. Bronx Cowboys. <laughs> oh, that's some close odds. Um, it's a tough one, It's eh? a fucking tough one. Yeah. Really, like Cowboys have had your measure the last couple of years, but Bronx got the tail up. Yep. I'm going to have Bronx. Okay, I appreciate Bronx. it. Going Bronx. Roosters Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to go Roosters, but I don't think I don't think they blow them out of the water. Yeah, okay. You think it's a grind? I think it's a grind. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going Roosters. Uh, Dolphins, Raiders. Dolphins. Going yeah, okay. Dolphins? You're on the fin. I did, um, obviously I'm a Patnus. Mm. You know that? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. An yeah. Ama- uh, I'm, an, I'm an amateur Patnus. <laughs> uh, I did a little bit of my own fucking research <laughs> this week, punters yeah. and dribblers. Okay. Went back through the annals of history. Yeah. Every time that Wayne Bennett has gone to a new club or returned to an old one, but in his in his return season or first season at, at each club, yeah. he's never lost a round two game. Oh, he's, five from, he's five from five, inclu- and then there's a, a bye, so that's six. He's five from five. Wow, that's some great pattern read. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of your, that's one yeah. your best. So you, take that so you the, actually went and- Fucking oath on That's real dribbler stuff. Yeah, I love it. Shit. I so like that. I like that. That's just a little inside scoop. Um, oh, I mean, I was going to go Raiders, but after hearing that, jeez. <laughs> uh, Storm Doggies. Storm, uh, at Storm, 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 Storm at home. Storm at home, yeah. They're going to be real horny at home. Yeah. Um, Tigers, Knights. Tigers, I think. I'm going Knights. Dragons, Titans. <sighs> Mate, there's a couple of fucking flips of a coin. I 
So Popper Foran, I don't think playing. Yeah, I don't that's the mate. that's the oil I'm getting. Get out for two to three weeks potentially. News on that's changing every five minutes. Yeah, yeah apparently it it's is. a cork, and then it's it's his PCL. It I'm, assu- I'm going to assume he's not playing, um, and I'm going to take the Dragons. Yeah, I'm going to if he's playing. They've got, a, they've got a, a a very good like round one at home record. I just think they've got so much going against them. They're going to get up for it. They've got every reason to get up for it, um, yeah. and they're led by the great Benny Hunt. So yeah, I think um, I think Benny gets the six points. Yeah, I'm going Dragons. Yeah, gets the six points. Yeah, I think he gets the six points. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell you can tell who really loves rugby league by who says the six points. When you said it, because I was like six points. What yeah. the fuck, um, mate? That is us done and dusted. Make sure to be there tomorrow night. We will be at uh, the Riv, the Riverina in Wagga Wagga. Uh, and also on Monday, 6 p.m., bloke, Ringers Western, merch dropping. Uh, and also, thanks to Ringers Western for powering the regional tour. You got anything on, mate? We're all, all good? Mate, all good. Just a live stream tonight, baby. Live stream tonight on the Hello Sport YouTube. Make sure to go and subscribe. And as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. <laughs>